This is episode 15, season 3 of Beyond This Earth, and on today's episode of Beyond This Earth, the February crisis in Canada may have come to an end as police start moving the protesters away from Parliament Hall. Did Durham find out the Clinton campaign wiretapped Trump during the 2016 election? Russia has come to the border of Ukraine and may be sleeping. But Biden's people are saying he's about to strike. Find out more if he is going to strike. And is Zero Hedge being targeted by the State Department over Russia? A viral video comes out that shows the disparities in race with policing. There are changes in media that you need to know. And is HIV possibly cured? We will talk about more about the February crisis in the third segment, plus news that you have missed throughout the week. A Chinese spacecraft will hit the moon. A third planet that has been found in our closest neighbor, plus a wandering black hole. All that and a whole lot more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth, episode 15, season 3. This is Nova Hollaback, and that's Hollaback! Well, I never thought I would live to see the day. But I've seen it. This is going to be a part of You Ain't Shit 6. But my God. Did it really have to come to this, especially in Canada? Crack them heads. Was the word of the day in Parliament Hall. Crack them heads. Crack them heads. The emergency powers that was activated, Trudeau said, it's time for you to go. And if you don't go, we're going to seize your funds. We're going to seize your bank accounts. We're going to take your trucks. They all belong to us. That's right, cats. They all belong to us. And then you will be on the no-fly list. You will not, you will be a non-entity in our country. And you saw the pictures. Knees on backs, hitting, punching, old ladies being dragged in the snow, old ladies being dragged in the snow, children being ripped from their parents. And then they send the truckers, other truckers, mind you, to take the other trucks away and clearing the area in Ottawa. They're getting people from Quebec. You know, Quebec, 1995. Now they're being coming 2022. And now they're Trudeau's boys. Have you now learned your lesson? Have you learned your lesson yet? You haven't learned a damn thing. 
Now you learned your lesson. This is a lesson. They don't give a fuck about you. Trudeau said all the things the woke people have said in this country. And he got the cojones to use those words as actions against his own people. All these folks ask end the mandates now end them now end them please they were already suffering and they ain't went to Parliament Hall thinking that the suffering will end but interestingly enough the Packerwood is saying that this was something that Savoy Cizek said years and years and years ago that this is a clarion call from these protests are for the future, not necessarily for the period the protests taking place. Pecklewood repeated that sentiment that the truckers' era may be coming to an end. We'll discuss some of this later, but Parman Hall has not fully cleared. There's still truckers there as far as I'm know as of this recording and they are still going at it right now. Most of the major media in the United States didn't really talk about this, but in the preponderance of caution, a lot of the American cities are moving the mandates out and the vaccine mandates are dying out they will all be gone by the time Lent begins somewhere around March 2nd to the 31st of March. And most, if not all, of the mandates that were placed on because of this pandemic will be mostly be gone by the end of Easter. By the start of Easter, excuse me. So this is pretty much the end of the pandemic, but you know it's not the end of the aftermath of the pandemic, and you ain't shit seven is coming, and it's 15 minutes long, it's short and it's sweet, and it's going to come after not only the people that have done it to their own, but to a lot of folks that put the science as in, I put it in quotes, not science in the point of hypotheses and all the rest of it, but the science and the kings of the science ahead against the realities of our economic situation and the realities of working people all across the Western Hemisphere and Western world. Have you learned your lesson about who you put in place folks this is communism right in front of your faces you don't do what i say i take everything from you and ladies and gentlemen they do not have the same types of first amendment protections that america has 
so they can close that thing down faster and you can say oh my goodness they really did that and they did just understand how and this will be an unbelievable thing to to witness when the primaries and the midterms i'm let's do it in reverse the midterms and then later on the primaries which will take a place six months from now will show to the american people do you want another trudeau type moment coming to your country to this country do you want trudeau to come do you know what they also said they're not condemning this dude oh no he's too young he's too spry he showed the toughness he showed his masculinity a sickening display of masculinity but he showed his masculinity taking down those uneducated truckers taking their children away taking their grandmas and pushing them off to the side saying that their dogs will be taken to the vet and euthanized he showed his masculinity we ain't gonna condemn that this true masculinity this true leadership they're not gonna say shit let it be ukraine don't ask reason somebody said we're more closer to russia than we are to the ukraine and the rest of the west and there's gonna be trouble let it be other countries let it be syria we must do something for the democracy they abuse that word use that word and it's become such an open gaping wound that when you look at it and see it's festering you realize that they played you for fools and they will continue to do so one thing before we get to the other particular issues that we are going to talk about today on this episode of beyond this earth is something that stain haynes was talking about when he was dealing with the pandemic and the spike proteins he said a couple days ago here's what's happening right now the spike proteins are causing blood clotting when blood pressure speeds up in the body when the blood is pumped is pumped faster and speeds up the blood cells run the spikes and get stuck into them causing them to clot together so because of the if the actual spike protein the spike protein is acting like one of those guard things when you're trying to stop traffic and move traffic around is acting like those particular types of concrete spikes no the larger big spikes to prevent cars from moving around and other particular things so it it starts up a clot and it clumps together stay continues this is why athletes healthy pe people 
going on runs and exercising in pilots on flying a high altitude or experiencing blood clots, myocarditis, and heart attacks. When their blood starts to move faster than more oxygen during certain activity, the cells start running into the spikes and, and or causing large batches of the spikes to rush into certain parts of the organs, causing them to become inflamed or fail. Two, the immune system is attacking the areas that created the spike proteins. Your cells put up messaging in the area which tell your immune system what cells they are making. This messaging stays up for around a decade, even if the cells decide to stop making the spike proteins. So when your immune system sees a certain area labeled as an area making harmful things, it attacks every now and then. These attacks will keep occurring for at least a decade. What this results in certain people experiencing decade-long disorders of all sorts of things. Within that decade, the soul degradation of hearts, brains, lungs, reproductive systems, etc. will occur. Number three, the more non-neutralizing antibodies a person has, the weaker the immune system becomes. Basically, the non-neutralizing antibodies, called N, don't kill viruses. They tie them up and then they float around. This results in two possible outcomes. Either the antibodies hold the virus, run into one of your cells capable of killing it, or they run into a place where the virus reproduces. That means for every time you get a particular treatment resuscitation shot, you are putting more harmful agents in your body that will weaken the immune system. The more resuscitation treatments that one gets, the weaker the immune system becomes. For the next 10 years, those that took the gene altering mystery treatments will become very slow, weak, and undinking people that don't reproduce and die off from easily treatable issues. You've seen them complain about pains and aches, yet they're not be able to do certain physical activity. You see them not be able to think and be more complacent. You start to see them gain sicker and sicker and hospitals fill up. You start to see them die of all sorts of organ fails and easily preventable diseases. Depending on who you ask, the population slowly is brought down to a controlled manner or it's all just one big coincidence. Out of 100% of people that took the gene-altering mystery fluid, 65% will get got in the next decade, 25% will be straight up damaged by that, and about 10 or so will not be heard due to not taking these treatment resuscitation shots or just getting lucky enough that they don't get hit with the effects as badly. My goodness. And he made it as simple and plain as day. Hey. That is some real dark shit right there. Let's go into the Durham investigation. Durham investigation in a court submission last week. This is from the National Review. He alleges that a tech executive who was supposed to be helping the government combat cyber threats 
used his privileged access to internet data, specifically domain registration system, DNS traffic between servers, to mine contacts between Russia and facilities connected to Donald Trump. The information, Durham says, were taken out of context and distorted that Trump might have been a clandestine agent of Vladimir Putin's regime. Alarmingly, <coughs> none of the internet traffic mined in 2017 was generated by the executive office of the president, the White House. That is, the tech executive who had been identified as Randy Jolfe was monitoring then-President Trump trying to portray him as Putin's mole. In other words, he was spying on the president of the United States with the aim of harming his ability to govern the country. Joffe was a Clinton supporter who was hoping to land a big national security post if Mr. Clinton, Mrs. Clinton, was elected in president in 2016. The Clinton campaign got their lawyer Michael Sussman to communicate intelligence about a corrupt Russia-Trump Russia relationship to government intelligence agencies in the hope that they will take action against Trump. Sussman, a former Justice Department cybersecurity prosecutor, was then a partner at Parkland's Cole, the politically connected law firm that represented the Democratic Party and the Clinton campaign. Durham has now disclosed that he intends to prove that Sussman delivered the skewed data to another intelligence agency, apparently the CIA, in February 2017 after Trump was already in office. That is, the Clinton campaign operatives was using privileged information and insider assets to nudge the government's intelligence and law enforcement apparatus to spy on the sitting president, which was basically the argument that he stated to Leslie Stahl in an interview in 60 Minutes when he was elected, when he spoke to Leslie Stahl not that many years ago and pretty much stated it was, and it did happen. Clinton and the New York Times, the New York Times has stated that they misrepresented what Durham stated on the 15th, actually the 14th. Mrs. Clinton, in a recent speech that happened as of this taping this morning, stated that she might go after Fox News for the misrepresentation of it because Durham said that they're misrepresenting the issue. However, Durham has stated that the basic argument that somebody in the Clinton administration did go after Trump by spying and wiretapping him is basically what he's asking and saying that it is implied that this has happened. Ladies and gentlemen, let me put this in real simple terms, and it's connected to the next segment that we're talking about. We already know about the election of 2016. We can go through it throughout the whole thing. We know what happened to Julian Assange. We know what's happening to him right now. We know the reasons why this is all taking place. We know what happened in 2020. That's still being discussed. But what we're seeing here and what we're seeing the blanket censorship of this information 
and they're saying it is misinformation and now I'm going to sue Fox News for the misinformation and the mischaracterization which Donald is saying there is no mischaracterization they're mischaracterizing certain elements before the particular main point that something did happen with that particular Clinton campaign with the spy issue of Mr. Trump and that it was continuing during his presidency. And it could have been that the CIA was involved in this. In order to say that Trump, Trump up charges that there was Russian achism, that he was Vladimir Putin's puppet. which we had stated on season two. Episode two! There is no Russian occasion in this particular case. There is none. We said it from episode two, season two. Said it from then all the way to the present day. Steel dossier is a lie, all they did. Not one journalist got fired. Not one. Not a damn thing got changed. And you will spit me to believe that she has a case? The former Secretary of State has a case? When everything in this particular... Thing has taken the is going against her by the day, folks. It is going to go down. It's going to get serious. It is going to get quite interesting. All of this is going to take a while to come out. There were only a couple of months away from shocking revelations on all senses concerning both 2016 and 2020. I want y'all to get ready because it is a crisis of faith in our system. And you're seeing aspects of it as I'm going to mention in the second segment that is going to force people to take a good, long, hard look of the type of entities that runs education, entertainment, the news media, the entertainment business as a whole, your social platforms, both both online, both online, semi-online, and in real life, how you buy things, how you sell things, it's all going to come to a head and they're going to have to come to terms with all of this. Y'all gonna have to come to terms to all, with all of it and y'all are not going to like some of the decisions you will have to make. Because some of those decisions are earth-shattering and life-changing.
but life might be changing for Ukraine. Biden and his people are saying that it's either tomorrow, it could be right after the Olympics, it could be next week, but he has the confidence, quote unquote, nudge, nudge, we're going to see Putin attack Ukraine and try and get Donetsk on his side and then try and get to Kiev and try to take over Ukraine. This is all dealing with Minx. Minx too, according to Sineski, president of Ukraine. No, I might join NATO. Look, I might join NATO, you can't do that. This is my people, my people's next door. No, man, look, man, I'm gonna give you a couple days. We done, but you, you play that game and you rip that man's project up. We done, you come. I don't want those motherfuckers here. And people don't understand that, and this is the real truth about it. If Ukraine, if Ukraine even gets NATO support or joins NATO in the future, it's an existential threat to Russia and Putin has no choice but to attack. He has no choice. There are rumblings right now as we speak. Certain attacks are happening. Cyber attacks have happened. Some say it's Ukraine doing it. Others saying this is the thing that we are saying that Russia is putting out there. Russia is doing this. Car bomb that happened as of this recording today at a kindergarten. It is not a pretty sight. And now an oil pipeline somewhere near Donetsk has been exploited, exploded, and things are starting to happen. And it is not a pretty thing to see and witness. We just got out of Afghanistan, and now, very possibly, we got 300 troops, 800 on the standby, and then it's gonna to increase to at least 250,000. And once you get to 500,000, all bets are off. It doesn't, it doesn't even need. Once you get to 50,000 50, troops, it's all bets are off. We're gonna see possible, and I do mean this, because it's an existential threat to Russia, possible nuclear exchange, one or two, that's the game. One or two, that's it. You don't want to see that type of damage. So, next week, we could be in a nuclear war footing. I cannot believe I'm saying this. But it kind of fits the thing that we're seeing. And it's going to be really harsh, harsh times. Now, it may not happen 
This may be a ploy. It may be a law. It may be all these other things. But I'm, I'm just going to be real with y'all folks. I'm going to make it clear. I don't like what I'm seeing. I really don't. And I am thinking that it may not be that it will it may not be that he will attack but it may be in, on the basis that we're going to see some real deep shit before all of this is over i don't even think there will be a ukraine if there is an invasion, I don't think so. It's gonna be bad. I don't think that will there, but if it because it's it's nuclear exchange, this is it. It's gonna be a new deal. Do you really think Ukraine is worthy enough to handle this? Otherwise, they're screwed, and Russia knows it's screwed. So we're at that particular point now that. They want Savatnya, and Savatnya will be got will be gotten. It's said that they want a female that got a ring on her under lip. She got a ring on her under lip, and they all going crazy. It's a shame. Here's what you're seeing, folks. Here's what you're seeing, folks. Canada has told the citizens that we live in a dictatorship. And Canada will start the dings with all the NATO nations with America and all the rest of it. And they say, ah, look how you handled your boys. Let's go handle Russia too. We're going to get that Savatnya. She got that nice ring under her lip. A nice large ring under her lip. This is how they did. This is behavior. We're going to get that Savatnya. You can't have my sister, Putin says. It, it, it's madness. You're now seeing the badness of our Western society and our Western elites. Full bore in every single aspect of life, every single aspect of how they conduct themselves. Are you now seeing it? And it's not pretty. And don't go and come up and say, oh, China's any better, China's worse. But I, like I said earlier, the unification of both leftism in China, those that left for Eastern Asia via Hong Kong back in the 1970s and the woke culture in America now are now coming together. Those particular leftists that left in to go to China via Hong Kong in the 1970s and those that are here now, those two elites, that were once one group now are joining together. You're not seeing it, but now you're seeing it now. And that's why you're seeing all the mess that you're seeing today. Zero Hedge.
has been gone after the State Department. And I'm going to read out their statement. Basically, to end this segment. With the collapse of public trust in the mainstream media is nothing new. With Forbes recently reporting that fewer Americans than ever before trust the mainstream media, it is only a much more recent phenomenon that the members of the media's highest echelon, such as the New York Times' Matthew Rosenberg, has started asking themselves and their few remaining readers of the much more difficult question on why public trust in the media is at a low. Joe Rogan is what he is. We in the media might want to spend more time in thinking about why so many people trust them instead of us. This was from a tweet from Matthew Rosenberg on January 30th, 2022. Tyler Dirty from Zero Hedge continues. Unfortunately, instead of following up on much of the needed top-to-bottom cleansing and fundamental reassessment of how the mainstream media pursues, analyzes, and reports the news, the media simply is falling back to its traditional tactic of spewing baseless hit pieces against outlets they would rather see silenced or censored. Most notably in recent weeks, this has been observed vis-a-vis Joseph Rogan's incredibly popular radio show, which has emerged as one of the biggest competitors of traditional media. This morning, it is Zero Hands that has again been singled out for our non-establishment group date. Anchoring a false allegation that we have repeatedly heard before, early on Tuesday, the AP writes that U.S. intelligence officials on Tuesday accused a conservative financial news website of significant American re- readership of amplifying Kremlin propaganda and alleged five media outlets of targeting Ukrainians have taken direction from Russian spies. The officials said Zero Hedge, which has about 1.2 million Twitter followers, published articles created by Moscow-controlled media that were then shared by outlets unaware of their nexus to Russian intelligence. Oh, well, now we've done it. We angered the CIA. And for what? For publishing views to challenge the conventional narrative, such as disputing an invasion of Ukraine is actually imminent, as the U.S. State Department and its mainstream media conduits repeat day after day, or that COVID-19 was actually created in Chinese lab. A few that which has gained substantial prominence in recent months after it emerged that none other than the UK's Jeremy Farrar, also known as the UK's version of Dr. Fauci, played a pivotal role in stifling suggestions that this new virus may have come from a laboratory rather than emerge from a natural zoonotic transmission from animals. Of course, there is no actual Accusation of zero heads works directly with anyone tied to Russia or his intelligence apparatus. As the AP admits, officials did not say that whether they thought the zero heads knew of any links to spy agencies or did not allege a direct link between the website and Russia, which is correct because, and we will repeat this once again for the record and for all future similar hit pieces by the mainstream media. The website Zero Hedge has never worked, collaborated, 
or cooperated with Russia, nor there's any links to any spy agencies. Instead, all the AP notes signing unnamed intelligence official is the US intelligence apparatus that is unhappy that is among our hundreds of contributors is a website called Strategic Culture Foundation, which US intelligence alleged take direction from the SVR, the Russian Forest Intelligence Service. Well, is the Strategic Culture Foundation, which periodically gets posts on this website, along with hundreds of other sources of alternative information, taking directions from Russian intel? Perhaps, we don't know. What we do know is that Alistair Crook, one of the most prolific writers on the SCF website, is a former high-ranking MI6 official figure and UK diplomat, i.e. former British spook. Perhaps now he's a double agent working for Putin after spending decades signing for the UK? We don't know, and we don't care. Instead, we have cared since our very first day to provide a platform for those to voice anyone that has a unique, different perspective from the one pushed by the mainstream media. The same mainstream media in which we and everyone else now knows for a fact takes direction from both the U.S. intelligence service in particular, and they show links, and the U.S. government in general, or the deep state, as some might call it. We also know that the unnamed U.S. intel officials apparently found nothing wrong, that we were also frequently guest post articles from the Gladstone Institute, a website that continually pursues a neocon angle in its analysis and reporting. The bottom line, as we told the AP, that the SCF is merely one of our hundreds of contributors. Unlike mainstream media, we try to publish a wide spectrum of views that cover both sides of a given story. And no matter how much we disagree with any given guest post, we will give it the same billing as our other articles, unlike the NYT, which has totally imploded in an echo chamber scandal of its own creation after it published its infinite common Thomas Cotton op-ed in 2020. And speaking of contributors, maybe the AP could have rounded up its story by providing some perspective on both sides instead of tracking the narrative that was spoon-fed by the CIA. If it did, it would have recounted views such as this one. Having contributed to both business and general heads throughout the years, I will confirm the propaganda is amplified. However, by who and when is not being presented here, whether the opposite. Raise your game mainstream media. This is embarrassing. John Butler from Butler Gold Revel. What is remarkable that is a bizarre hit piece is trying to silence us that these state has pulled out the same trite and discredited Russian gate conspiracy in which it probably crashed and burned long ago. Yet, periodically still makes an appearance now and again in hopes of appeasing the few remaining lowest common denominator readers in which fall in love with the real hosts, such as weapons of mass destruction, or that Putin's invading Ukraine tomorrow, or the Democrats did not spy on Trump. <laughs> Ironically, it was just yesterday that Jill Stein was lamenting the pervade sense of this ridiculous trope. Perhaps Stein is secretly collaborating with the KGB? As one of the Russian Gates targets, I was held in a three-year Senate consent committee investigation based on the Russian asset smear. 
The Senate report found zero evidence of the BS, and of course, there have been zero correction from the corporate media just to done a political hit job. So why pull out the same squatted did Rush came to hurt him now? Well, me have been nothing to do with our alleged ties to Russia and everything to do with our views on the current dismal U.S. economic situation, which few dared criticize due to the MSM infamous liable liberal bias, something that the AP also notes, and this time accurately, Still has, which is starkly critical of Biden, and has posted stories around allegations of wrongdoing by his son, Hunter. While it's best known for its coverage of its markets and finance, the website also covers politics with a conservative bent. Seeing that you're just pulling out the Russian gate card will be insufficient discredit the website. The anonymous U.S. intelligence source also failed to compare the budget to claim false. Website was early amplified. Experience theories, misinformation about the COVID-19 pandemic. Associated Press investigation did the same play the pivotal role in advancing the unproven view that China engaged in the virus's bioweapon. It's also scared articles telling the digital immunity to COVID-19 and unproven statements. Yes, this website was the first to advance the theory that China engineered the virus, which may have not escaped from the Wuhan lab. We never claimed it was a bioweapon purposely, although it certainly may have been. And we last we checked, the U.S. intelligence is still unsure whether the source of the virus is. It is that advancement that got us banned for 20 for six months. Only for the social media website to backtrack saying made an error in doing so. The bottom line is that such hit piece accusations are somehow will work for with with the Kremlin are nothing new. We have repeatedly faced similar allegations over the years, and we can absolutely confirm that all of them are errors. That said, we do wish thank for AP for bringing us more attention and more focus to our contrarian, non-established views, on which we are confident that the record number of Americans who have lost faith in such media outlets as well as the Associated Press will find refreshing. We will give the final word to the AP's hits itself, which caused Brett Scherer, a senior fellow of the German Marshall Funds Alliance for Security Democracy, who said, my guess is that most of the people who are loyal to their hedge followers are naturally inclined to mistrust the U.S. government anyway, he said. And so this announcement is probably not to undermine most of Zero Hedge's core support. We agree. As for the CIA, no, we are not going to date you ever. <laughs> Damn! What a takedown. What a takedown. Zero Hedge has been there from the start, 98. And now you see it for what it is. Absolute craziness, folks. This is our country now. This is the Western world now. Really think about it. Beyond this, we will continue right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
Beyond Dead Surface now available on Stitcher. One of the easier ways to get your radio shows on the Apple and Android devices. It is also on wherever you get your radio shows. Beyond This Earth is now on Stitcher. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Before we get to main discussion concerning it, we just recently got a report about one case of police brutal police issues. Former Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Potter was sentenced to only 24 months and a fine of $1,000 on Friday following her conviction at the death on the in the death of Dwayne Wright, a 20-year-old black man, was fatally shot during a recent traffic stop. And Potter will serve 16 months in prison and the remaining eight months in supervised release. The sentence far below than what the prosecution sought. Judge Regina Chu acknowledged the sentence was a significant downward departure from sentencing guidelines. Chu said that she received hundreds of letters in support of Potter, all of which she says she had read. This is one of the saddest cases I had to have in 20 years on the bench. Chu had responded. A surcharge of $78 will be also be taken out of Potter's prison wages. He have already had a credit of 58 days served in jail while awaiting sentencing. The maximum sentence for first-degree manslaughter is 15 years and a $300,000 fine. For second-degree manslaughter, 10 years and a $20,000 fine. Speaking to reporters outside the courtroom, Aubrey Wright, Dante Wright's father, described how upset with the sentence that Potter was given. I walk out of this courthouse feeling like people are laughing at us because this lady got a slap on the wrist and every night we are still waiting, crying, waiting for my son to come home, he said. Today's sentences of Kim Potter leaves the family of Dante Wright completely stunned, uh, Ben Crump stated. While there is a small sense of justice because she will serve nominal time, the family is deeply disappointed there wasn't a greater level of accountability. Mr. Soda Attorney General Keith Ellison said in this statement that he accepts the such a decision and encourages everyone to accept her judgment. I don't ask you to agree with her decision, but take nothing about the truth of the jury's verdict. I know it's hurtful for loved ones for Dante Wright. I ask that we remember the beauty of Dante Wright to keep his memory in our hearts and know that no matter how many years a prison could ever capture the wonder of this young man's life. There's no cause for celebration. No one has won. We have all lost None more than Dante Wright and the people that loved him. No one ever wanted Kim Potter to recklessly pull the wrong weapon and kill Dante Wright. Before the sentence, Dante Ken and a Wright, Dante Wright's mother delivered an emotional and impact statement on Friday asking for the judge to give the man some sentence. So, pretty much what happened was this case turned out that she will not get the full sentence. She will only get 24 months in prison. She will only spend 16 months in the jail cell and eight months outside of it for this particular case. I don't want to say it's negligence. I don't want to say this than the other. She misfired. Everybody went, this is not miscarriage of justice. Be that as it may, this case should have been open and shut. Third degree manslaughter, 10 years. Second degree manslaughter, 10 years. Should have been on that particular basis alone. They built the taser not to look like a gun. That's basic, simple facts. They built the taser not to look like a gun, even though it's shaped like one, it's not to look like one. How can
can somebody miss the obvious? And speaking of missing the obvious, we have a video out there that states or shows two young teenagers fighting in the mall. The Latino boy started the fight by pushing the young man, the young black man. Black man retaliates. Both young black boy retaliates. They both tussle and fight. The cops come in. The cops separated the young man, the first young man, the Latino young man, from the African-American young man. The African young man, young black man is pinned down, wrote on the uh, knee on the back, not on the throat, but closer to the throat, to the back, on the shoulder. And everybody's wondering, what the fuck is this? When I saw the tape, I said the exact same thing. What the fuck is this? It's two boys stupidly fighting, break them up, but you saw the disparity. And nobody understands this. Now you see the disparity right in front of the faces, folks. It's simple. You got, they have to keep tape. People have to keep taping and showing that the cops, some cops do not belong in these police departments at all. They just don't belong there. And we are seeing it after everything that continues to be done. You saw it in Canada too. Just to make it clear to all of you that they have to go to Quebec to get these, to get the protesters out. This is all related. Come on now. Let's not be, let's not kid ourselves. Now let us not kid ourselves. It's the same type of liberal entities in the same type of liberal enclaves that have been decades and decades and decades liberal enclaves. They've basically played this game with black folk in every single aspect from policing all the way down. Do I have to remind you of a story that I did not tell last week that I should be telling now about the idea the US government wants to do of using a controlled 1A substance crack cocaine and using it as a way to, you know, sell a uh, give crack pipe for free. The whole war on drugs, Gary Webb, who told the story of how every single aspect of the government were in that crack dealing pipeline. And now, after the get off tough dude is now the president of the United States, all of a sudden wants to give crack pipes, crack pipe for free. Wants to be the pimp 
that other people did in the covert level. And that covert level led into the what? Some of it. I did not say all of it. Some of it led into the decision to do tough on crime laws. I said some of it and not say all of it. And now the government all of a sudden decides, let's do crap pipe in the major 10 major metropolitan areas to lessen the issues of opioids and all the rest of it. Crack pipes and opioids. From US government, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam is selling that crap pipe. Y'all should be looking at you yourselves and be ashamed that even Biden, tough on crime Biden, is even considering this. His people are considering this. He passed the law based on the things that you know who did with crack cocaine. Gary Reb told you about this. This was mainstream news, mainstream industry, talked about this in 96. Montel Williams, y'all remember him. Dealing with Kamala later on. Y'all remember. Now they're selling the crack power plant to sell the crack pipe in the major metropolitan areas to lessen the crime, to lessen the drug situation that we have. So give the alcoholic more alcohol. Give the sick one more sickness and then he'll become well and then he'll become well adjusted. You'll get it down, right? We'll take care of the BS. Whole thing with marijuana. I just want y'all to think in different directions. I don't want you to necessarily think in the direction that y'all believe in. Oh, I'm... I'm going woke. This is nothing to do with woke culture. Woke culture is the reason we're in this mess. Because we don't live in society that is free for men to handle their business. Everything that you saw in that video, whether the context of the video is what it is, you saw that someone pointed something at somebody, a finger at someone, and then the other dude said, pushed him, and then he retaliated. The man tried to defend himself, ultimately. 
I don't care who the fuck you are. The day you push any man, you put hands on a head, that is reason for assault in a, an aggressive manner, not a playful manner, aggressive manner. And that wasn't aggressive. I'll push to the test. The man has every right to defend himself. Whether you like it or you don't, whether that there has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the laws of the streets. The law, the laws of being of understanding what the things are, how to defend oneself. The day that man pushed him, he got to attack him. He had to that he pushed him in that type of manner. And it wasn't in his school saying that he must defend himself in some form or some way. But this is the problem. No one wants to see the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is, is that the elected officials, the people that was meant to protect and serve the public, all of them are failing its citizens in every single aspect and form. I think it was Jocko Whitney that told Joe Rogan some months back that they see police as referees. They handle situations that they cannot handle or personal things that they do not want to deal with. They have become all things to all people. Basically, they want a society or certain people want a society that acts in a similar way that the Japanese police force acts or the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Force acts in that particular sense. Unfortunately, that does not exist. We have the over-militarization of the police as we are seeing now in Canada. We have all these particular things that are happening with this particular incident that happened in New Jersey in a liberal state, no less. Why does all these things continue to happen in liberal states? Some of them do happen outside of liberal states, such as the one that happened in North Carolina. And then we have to figure out certain parts of the tape and look at it. Did they do this wrong? Did they do that wrong? What have you? But we're now beginning to understand that this is a humongous problem with the way these particular liberal agencies, or how will I say liberal governments, and certain aspects of the police force interact with each other, interact with the public. And no amount of woke culture or woke dairies or all those other days are going to solve these particular problems. These particular problems, unfortunately, not even the whole relationship thing between men, black men, black women, this is not an issue for that. It is an issue of the state and the way it treats its people and ultimately the state is at fault in this particular instance. 
when it comes to his police in this particular issue. And that the state needs to come to terms with the way it treats its citizens. And the favoritism it gives to certain citizens, whether if it is in Canada with the liberal citizens that, that agree with Trudeau's policies against the truckers, or when it comes to an incident where a black man trying to defend himself against someone who's just being a bullshitter, ultimately enough, gets arrested and treated like trash when the other who actually started the fight does, gets away with all these other things. And then women see this and said the black men are weak. Well, it turns out that isn't the case. We see it for what it is. We are living in a fascist state. And a lot of ethnic groups have been living in that particular fascist state for much longer than it is. And for a lot of people that say that woke is a religion, yes, it is a religion. It is the last religion of a people that basically have nowhere else to turn to. Or very little opportunities to turn. And so now they're going to hang on this woke culture and Hollywood and all the rest of them are going to join all the way to it, to its nth degree, because anything else is accepting death. But I'm here to tell you something that freedom only comes through death. And nobody should be blackpilled about it. It is the fact of the matter. That being said, let's talk about some of the changes that are happening in the media. Want to turn into a digression of digressions. If you are Hispanic, you have heard of Univision and the history of Univision. I've talked about uh, Andrew, um, 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 Mr. Flores, I believe. Yeah, I talked about him and the history with his holograph, uh, uh, with his astrology every three o'clock. I notice every time I see uh, the young Hispanic boys when I was younger that they usually have bumps in their heads it's because their mothers hit them with pans because you're not supposed to interrupt me and we can watch the turtles in about an hour or so go outside do something else they did not want to be interfered whenever mercado was talking about astrology and he was a big deal back in the day very big deal well his episodes are going to be a part of a new venture as both Televisa in Mexico, which gave a lot of Univision's basic entities, as it were, their shows, their telenovelas, sometimes their newscasts in certain ways, that they are now merging into Televisa Univision. 
So they have now fully merged with the people in Mexico, the, the main entities that they did in Mexico. So they fully merged. And Televista does do Lucha Libre, C-Mail. Email, C-Mail, doesn't matter which. So it's very possible that Union Vision will be going back into the wrestling business pretty damn soon, but we don't know when. Anyway, they are moving their UNI-TDUN, uh, this is their sports entity, their Prima or Prima entity, and Televisa's other entity for streaming. They recently bought a new streamer called Vits, which is Spanish. A Spanish streamer and now they're gonna collect all of their streaming services into one entity Which will be ultimately known as VIX All the sports all the rest of it in that one place called VITS and VITS plus We don't know the price for it, but it should be ready by at least the summer So if you're seeing it there These are the things that are starting to happen with that particular company, Televisa Uni and Televisa Univision. It's a brand new world now. Not to be outdone, Firecom CBS is no more, at least the name. They're just gonna be called themselves Paramount. Officially, they're called Paramount Global, but the company's just gonna be called Paramount. So it's easier for the rest of the world to say, oh, we're dealing with Paramount. Okay, it's Paramount. So Paramount Plus, Paramount TV, Paramount Network. Par oh, it should be called Paramount Plus, should be called Paramount Peaks. And then Paramount Global. So the whole company is just called Paramount. That's CBS. Now all these other, Paramount. Easy name, legendary history, Paramount. A similar thing might happen with Comcast. So it won't be called NBC Universal. It will just be called Universal. We will have more in the third in the next couple of segments on other stories that we wish to talk about, but we'll be back right after this with Beyond the February crisis that's going on in Canada. We'll be back right after this. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages. It's coming, and you can't run away. Those that have talked with the man called Fauci. Those that have stated the mandates. The treatments. The obfuscations. And machinations of power personified. They were singing songs. They were dancing in the streets. They were shooting for the gold. And then they took, we died, and wrote it against the wall. It all came about snake eyes. Everybody started looking who is going to leave first. 
and they slowly move away from each other, trying to get to the exit. They're not going to get to the exit in time, because it's coming. And boy, it's been a long time coming. You ain't shit, seven. The Ravens virus and the gamblers of the West. Coming this April to be all this earth. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Nova all back here. The crisis, the February crisis of Ottawa, Parliament Hill, February crisis of Parliament Hill is still continuing even through the night and up to the next day. The Ottawa police, some Quebecian police, and others have gone after certain protesters. 125 at least have been arrested. Many more are injured. They have stole, they have taken some of their children and other things of that nature have come to pass in the sense that it has become apparent that Trudeau has lost any sort of semblance of a nation and a country because he refuses to go back on the mandates that he put in place for all of Canada. There are some very, very dark lessons of what Canada is doing and what may come to the United States within the next couple of days if there is an American version of the truckers at this particular point. But what we have learned and what a lot of people do not understand is that the way that the talismanic word democracy has been used to cover actions that are inexcusable, regardless of what anybody thinks, says, or does. Is the reason why we are in the problems that we're seeing now. We're seeing neoliberalism nearing its final stage, basically. And I mentioned it in the second segment and I mentioned it in the first concerning the truckers. They will use the force of the state to get what they want. And the supporters of the state will do absolutely everything to demean, defame, destroy the enemies because they disagree on the way somebody should live life. It's Captain Head's time. But the fundamental problem that you're now seeing starts way back 
to when we are used. Grammar school and the way administrators in grammar school, the way they handle disciplinary issues. And these same disciplinary issues have now reached a point in Canada and other places that children are now feeling the same type of brunt of the state. And the power of the state personified when it gets embarrassed in front of the whole world, they will be attacked and made an example of because humanity from the time and the day they start feeling or the body starts changing to become to be able to start doing things that adults do we're not treated in the same sense and in the same way and in a manner a complete and profound respect of what a human being goes through when it goes through the changes between childhood and adulthood never has been done in the west in any successful level outside of certain decades in certain years in certain decades of the 20th century and maybe you could say very late 19th century and a lot of people are not getting this they think this is a game it's not a game never was never was so I want you to think about certain things about what do you believe in in this world you live in a fascist state in Canada you may live in a fascist state all over the Western world because back in 9-11, we didn't take the sacrifice and they told us to go shop. We didn't solve the problems in the Middle East as a whole Western world to solve the major issue that was concerning with Islamic terrorism, which is still as a thing. Radical Islamic terrorism. We refuse to solve the problems concerning with men and women. And then ultimately the problem has been seen for what it is and nobody's liking what they're seeing. And now all of these things, the way that we treat each other, the way that government and society treat each other, the way it raises its citizens from schooling in school and all the rest, we're now seeing the reality of the situation. And now it has become a joke. You live in fascist countries and then 
you expect for people like myself to believe that you can even become successful in countries that have decided wholesale to become communist. A communist dictatorship right in front of your faces. And then you blame every single problem, especially with women, especially women, blame every single problem on men when you don't even have free societies to even express yourself or these particular communist dictatorships as we're seeing up north are using women's anger as one example and women's distrust and dislike of most men as a pretext for more control, mental, social, physical, economic, educational, institutional, entertainment, and all the rest, media and all the rest, to make sure men like you and I continue to fall and fail in every single turn. Voting isn't going to solve these problems. It's much darker than people realize. Ultimately, the same decisions that a lot of people in Africa, in the Middle East, and in other places are going to be done in the rest of the Western world when their own countries say, you are not viable because you refuse to take a treatment. You are not viable to us. What does that say about your birthplace? They don't even want you anymore. Those are questions you're going to start asking yourself. And what does it mean to be a Canadian what does it mean to be an American when they don't even want you here? And even if they do turn change the mandates back, what does it say when even those, after everything has been said, after the all clear has been given, and then all the sorries that have been sent and the forgiveness and rebuilding back together, is that trust even existing anymore? Start asking yourselves these questions. And then the picture will be clear. From the time you were five years old, you were controlled. And it's now time 
to release oneself from that control. And if it means that you lose almost everything that you fought for because you cannot go through what you went through in Canada or what others are going through then, then things will start changing around you. A lot of people made those decisions in the 1970s. Some of them, we have never heard their names ever again. They're still alive, but we never heard their names ever again. They just disappeared, never to say seen again. Others went into their own darkness, made China into what it is, and now trying to unify back with the people now in power doing woke content and woke nonsense all over the Western world. Do you now understand why I have been stating that you live under a communist state, fascist rule? Communist rule, ultimately. And the actions that need to be taken in order to make sure they lose by their own petard is going to take a while, but ultimately, hopefully, it will be worth it. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Love Hollaback here. You notice that we named this show Beyond This Earth because we always think about things that are beyond this earth. But sometimes we talked a little bit too much about the issues in the earth. But what about what is going on above us? Our hopes and our dreams and our futures just lie 62 miles way up there. We did it before 50 some years ago. And now, we're in the process of doing it again. It is now time for... The 22nd Century! Coming soon to Beyond This Earth! to be on this serve here are the news both technology and otherwise that you have missed this week sent the nft marketplace that sold an nft of jack dorsey's first tweet is shutting down most transactions due to rampant selling and fate and plagiarized digital tokens 
The U.S. has suspended all imports of Mexican avocados on Super Bowl Eve after a plant safety inspector in Mexico received a threatening message on his form phone. American Erin Jansen became the first black woman to win a speed skating medal at the Winter Olympics. She nabbed the gold in the 500 meters. Friends episodes of re-releasing China to appear to be scrub of LGBT content. Ghost Robotics is reporting with the Department of Homeland Security to develop a robot dog potentially to patrol the U.S. Mexico border, despite the strong pushback from similar tech has received. Tesla is being sued by California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing due to the alleged racial discrimination and harassment against black workers in the company's factories. The suit comes after three years of investigation and complaints from hundreds of workers. AMD, one of the world's largest semiconductor companies, has gotten the relatory green light to acquire Kilnick, especially tip maker, for $35 million to deal with first announced in August of 2020. Crypto apps like Coinbase and FTS saw a significant Super Bowl advertising bump in the terms of app downloads. A judge said that he is threatening to throw out Sarah Palin's libel suit against the NYT after concluding the former Alaska governor could not prove that the newspaper acted with malice when it ran an op-ed falsely linked the mass shooting to Palin's political action committee. Peloton's new CEO, Barry McCarthy, dismissed movers of a sale, saying that he won't be moving to California from California to New York City to oversee a company that is about to be sold. Microsoft said many U.S. employees will have to be back in his offices starting by February 28th as COVID numbers drop. A woman appeared to have become the third person ever and first woman cured of HIV, scientists said yesterday. We're going to discuss a little bit more about that after we go through this news update. Spider-Man No Way Home has topped Avatar as the third largest movie all time in the domestic box office, not adjusted for inflation, of course. Tennis star Novak Djokovic said he will be willing to sit out future tennis tournaments such as Wilmington instead of getting vaccinated, telling that the BBC it is the price of willing to play for having the freedom to choose what goes into his body. Centuries worth of sea level rise is expected to hit U.S. coasts within the next 30 years. A new government report warns by 2050 waves hitting the U.S. will be 10 to 12 inches higher. Coachella and stagecoach festivals will be dropping all COVID-related requirements for entry. The Department of Energy invested $175 million in 60 clean tech projects, spanning both private companies and university settings. Neuralink, an Elon Musk brain implant venture, refuted allegations that it mistreats the monkeys that it tests its technology on. Intel has agreed to buy Tower Semiconductor, an Israeli chip maker, in for $6 billion. GM has extended its pause on Chevy Bolt EV production until at least early April. Empress, an anti-drone tech company, raised $200 million in funding. The White House announced that 10 million households have signed up for the Affordable Connectivity Program that was funded by the infrastructure bill. The U.S. has countered Russia claims that it withdrew troops from the Ukraine border, said it may have added as many as 70,000 in recent 7,000 in recent days. And then you heard recently in the first segment that they believe that the invasion has started. 
China's digital yuan did not have its Olympic moment. Germany, Australia, Switzerland, and several other European regions have announced plans to scrap all of their COVID restrictions. Roblox stock and its worst day ever after it reported a slowdown in bookings. Joe Rogan's deal said to bring his podcast exclusively to Spotify is actually worth $200 million, according to the NYT. The previously quoted figure was around $100 million. And then the Spotify CEO says, we're not going to censor. We're not going to censor Joe Rogan. Camelia Valieva, the Russian figure skater, at the center of a doping controversy, finished fourth in the women's individual competition. The fellow Russian Anna Sharepa Kabaiva won the gold. Kande Nass has turned a profit for the first time in years, according to the WHJ. Snapchat users will be able to change their usernames later this month, so you can finally say goodbye to the embarrassing one you thought it was funny when you were 16 years old. Volta struck a partnership with Walgreens to provide one. 1,000 EV charging fan stations in over 500 store locations. BlockFi agreed to pay 50 million in penalties over charges that the SEC failed to register officers and sales on its crypto lending product, plus fines of 50 million to more than 32 states to settle similar charges. Redwood Materials, Ford, and Volvo will dream up to create an end of life recycling program for EV batteries. Cohere, an NLP startup, raised a $125 million Series B. Unifone, an AI call center's company, raised a $400 million Series E. Billionaire investor Chalmi Parava is stepping down as chair of Virgin Galactic, a firm he took public via CPEC in 2019. The Major League Baseball will be postponing the beginning of spring training to at least March 5th due to the lockout. And a college football playoff will remain in four teams until at least the 2026 season. Bill Gates told CNBC that in the risk of developing soldiers' disease from COVID has been dramatically reduced, but also said another pandemic is due to arrive at some point. And that is the news that you have missed since last week. Speaking of the news, we need to discuss what happened with this lady that had the treatment to get rid of HIV. The procedure, this is from NBC News, the treat, the treat procedure used to treat the New York patient known as the Hapleal Core Transplant was developed by the Well Cordell team to expand cancer treatment options for people with blood malignities who latched the HLA identical donors. The cancer patient receives a transplant from the umbilical cord blood, which contains stem cells that amount to a powerful nascent immune system. For the New York patient, which has a mixed race ancestry, the Wells Cordell team and his collaborators found the HIV-resistant mature abnormality in the umbilical cord of an infant donor. They paired the transplant of other cells and another stem cells from an adult donor. Both donors were only a partial HLA match to the woman, but the combination of the two transplants allowed for this. So basically what they're using is stem cells from two particular people. A one from an adult, which has an immune system without them about a new an immune system. And one from a child that is recently born 
using the umbilical cord blood, which has stem cells that contain certain elements of the immune system to not immune system um, cells to allow them to rebuild the immune system. So it has to be somewhat genetically close to the two women to the to the person. But once they figure that out, then the HIV, then they figure out if this is the HIV thing, you can't have it here. And then it was flushed out. This thing has been started at least two years and they found after 18 months, the woman has no reoccurring effects of HIV. This is big news that they could do this and it could be. And I do mean this, they, they can't, because umbilical cord blood is somewhat of a risky venture because they said, oh, it's the day, the nutrients, the whole, the rest of it. Okay, so it's umbilical cord blood. The baby's born, they take the day. So now they're using that blood in order to solve the problem of HIV, but the thing has to be genetically close. But with that, they'll figure out how to use CRISPR-Cas9, CRISPR-Cas13, to recreate some elements of that this so it doesn't have to necessarily be with this plus with the prep technology they have here ladies and gentlemen i am going to be really 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 be honest with y'all if this is going to take place i say by 2024 i don't think that we are going and this is going to be at least a five-year thing so between 2024 and 2028 uh i think this whole thing with um sexual mores and all the rest of it will be falling by the wayside now bap has said that women will reach a point where the only way they will ever have sexual release is to be near horses I mean, not in the bestiality sense, but like horses running on the side, you know, on the side there, and they feel the rumbling on that particular sense. I can see in that particular sense. It's a weird thing that um Bronze's Manchester said, but it's gonna reach to that point. So I want everyone just to be careful because it's gonna get really, really serious. This COVID-19 thing, the OnlyFans thing, this is just part one. Part two is coming. And now with this HIV, it will be part three. When part three comes, uh, uh, start crying. Start crying. I understand that a lot of people don't want these particular types of images going on the internet, and I feel for them, and I agree on some and many aspects of this, but the things I'm seeing, especially with this HIV and all the rest of it, it's going to be game time for the full a lot of shit. And it, I, I, I feel sorry for them, but it's going to reach that point. Y'all better get ready. This is one of the reasons why the pratsology of the rational of of the red pill or the red practice, as I call it, that Roald Tomasi puts out concerning relationships between men and women are so paramount to look over and to showcase. This has nothing to do with uh, all these things with masculinity and all the rest of it, but it's important. But this, 
this is going to lead to unintended consequences. So let us say, yes, this is a good thing, but the unintended consequences, let's also be prepared for it. Let's also be prepared for it. Something that we also need to be prepared for is a possible third planet from Proxima Centauri. That's right, folks. That planet that says has been there, may be not there, and they've been looking at it for like the past 30 some years or so. Now they have conclusive, possible conclusive evidence, and then they're gonna use James Webb to see if they it's actually there in the future. They have possible conclusive evidence that yes, folks, there's a third planet around Prasuma Centaur, Centaur, uh, Centaur, which is about four and a half light years away from our sun. Well, you heard the, the, the stories about that third planet from Prasuma Centauri, have you? If you in the conspiracy game, you heard about that. Well, well, I'm not gonna say more about that. Maybe in the future space episode, but we'll see. We'll talk about it. But I, I don't wanna get into the too much conspiracy theories and all the rest of it. We might talk about it a little bit, but not in a in a huge thing. The other thing that's also with dealing with space news is there is a black hole that is going throughout the Milky Way galaxy, eating up stars and other planets. They have discovered it. It's kind of a ways away from our local area so we're not expecting too much uh vacuuming from space anytime soon but speaking of things that are closer to our region especially concerning the moon it seems like first they said it was a spacex phoenix falcon based rocket that was going to crash into the moon but now they're saying that it's chinese so that is also coming into a head as well. There are a couple of other news that have recently been developing. One of the people that were connected to Jeffrey Epstein was put in jail in Paris, and it turns out that he had committed suicide. I'm doing the Whit Johnson stare at front of the camera knowing that he should have just signed the papers and said, I've resigned. I've resigned. And it turns out that the security cameras in that particular area were stilted, stopped in some sort of way. They're never going to solve the problems, folks. I'm just letting y'all know right now, they're not going to solve it. The queen is going to help pay for Prince Andrew's settlement with Mrs. Altry, with now Mrs. Altry, uh, now Mrs. Altry because of the situation with Epstein. They're not going to solve these problems, folks. I wish to God they could. I wish, and maybe one day it will happen but they're going about everything around it the wrong way. 
Y'all got to think in the reverse. It's not about the content nor necessarily the people. Yeah, the people should be arrested. The people should be investigated. We we recently had something of the nature of a, we just mentioned it. Someone was caught Facebook, a senior vice president over in Facebook was caught trying to do the dark shit. I cannot imagine. What shit is going on? Book here. Secret history of the internet. Secret military history of the internet. By written by Yasha Levine. Talked about certain aspects of what we saw, what they saw in Google back in 1996. Go read the book. There, as much as I want this thing to change. And as much as I agree with the con with the idea of it, and even if it can be enforced, it's not going to be done. It's not not because there's too many people who don't want it happen. They could do it, but the unfortunate truth, and this is the fundamental issue of the problem, is that the way they want to do it originally. Did you remember the issue concerning Apple and all the rest of it? Is not the way it's going to be solved. It is going to have to be solved the same way. The situations with women with relationships with men of legal age is going to be solved because all of this is is attention folks. And it starts from going back and realizing why that attention is needed. Once you begin to figure out how this is taking care of, everything else will fall into place. Prostitution, pornography, the whole lot of it, everything else will fall into place. And things will start changing in society. Just to speak of that particular aspect, moving away from the Epstein thing and what has happened with Facebook, there was an interview done by Tony Sotomayor. Remember him? He was on Break the Rules a couple of months ago. And he had an interesting interview on Break the Rules. And it was extremely cordial on Break the Rules. Not so much with fast, with fresh and fit. It led into a fight between one African-American woman and Tony Sotomayor. And then the fallout from all of this that have taken place. It is what it is with Tony Sotomayor. We know who he is. He never switched it up. And again, like I said earlier, you got to see the whole context of the whole situation. I even got the video up in the link page, in the link tree page, which will always be on the descriptions to show the recent news items that we have. Fundamental problem that you're now seeing is that 
you are beginning to realize that the generation, the two generations, my own Gen Z, ultimately and unfortunately, because of all the issues that have happened with the coronavirus, with what happened after that with Mr. Floyd, with the whole situation that happened in the summer, now what is happening with the truckers and how they're being used and be, how, how that's being used and everything that happened in America at that time and the fear and the relation that has affected Gen Z in ways and the next couple of generations in ways, in ways, the CDC is now saying that they're going back to autism type levels for these younger students because they have wore the mask, because there is a certain amount of time between three, uh, between six months to four or five years old, that if they don't see faces, they start to becoming, you know, what we consider autistic or autistic-like symptoms in the way they speak and all the rest of it. So then we have more particular problems coming ahead within maybe even the next three years with schooling and all the rest of it, that they're gonna have to increase inclusion classes and all the rest of these things because of what happened back in 2020. This is not just America, the rest of the world are going to suffer through it as well. So what is happening? This is a, the joke is on us. It is on us. And you're beginning to see aspects of this starting to increase. I don't have to tell you it is happening. It is not a joke and it is happening. So you're going, uh, like I said earlier, there's a lot of things you have to really think about really think about watch that interview with fresh and fit concerning Tony Sotomayor there's a clip there just watch it listen to it you gotta understand that we're heading towards lower and lower directions I want to end this because this might come back I might come back and talk about this next week because it's surrounding everything that you see here. And I think that it's, it's beginning to become apparent we have to discuss this in an honest manner. And I'm gonna make this short so we can end this show here. I have begun to realize, and this is something that Egepigikis has been talking about. And I have to make this observation and it's a very dark observation. I have begun to realize, in spite of everything that has been said and done about education and the changes that are done with education and all the things that have to deal with education, the unfortunate reality of the situation is that you cannot fake sport. As much as people can try to skim the game with gambling and the rest of it, which has just been introduced sometime in 2016, when they were starting to build the case for gambling across American sports, but you cannot fully game sport. And it has become apparent to me, unfortunately, and I don't mean this in the dis, I'm not dissing athletic ability, and I am not dissing 
hard work. This is not a diss towards it. But the unfortunate reality is, is that we do not have a, what they can consider holistic model, but we don't even have the classical model of educating a man in particular in order for them to succeed. I have come to the realization, and this is because of the way America has built itself, that a lot of people are starting to begin to realize that they do not recognize their country anymore. And that is because somebody who may have played football, may have played Zitin, just for fun, all the rest of it, got themselves in, man, did some work in um the community, you know? Did the whole basketball thing was a star didn't really get into the nba but they could still earn a life in other particular places in other particular areas all across the world all across the world they could still become somewhat successful have a wife have children all the rest of it and you know the whole single thing it won't last too long because women understood that they couldn't play game for too long and all the rest of it that's understandable. But now a lot of people are saying, we don't recognize the country that they're living in anymore. It's become apparent, unfortunately, that the only way that a man can succeed in the Western world is that he must dedicate his life to the sporting world. I am going to explain this in very clear terms. If a young man does not get into sport he will never be able to have the types of women that are out there that might be able to give him the sort of sexual security and respect of same along his peers and the female peers of the woman that he wants to be with In order to make sure that he can even have a life in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, and in New Zealand, New Zealand. There is no space for doctors, lawyers, and the rest of it in this in those in those countries and the rest of the, and Europe and other places. There are no spaces for them anymore because ultimately those spaces are now being commandeered by the woke left and the intelligentsia that is transitioning into the woke ideology in turn. Whether the woke ideology is correct or not immaterial, it's happening in that sense. The only way that a man can be seen as a man in this society or in other Western societies is that he picks up a ball and knows how to play the game, even if he is not going to get anywhere good. Because here's the reality of the situation at hand. I believe, unfortunately, that even someone that isn't a good in soccer or hockey or football and all the rest of it can make a certain amount of funds and money to at least get him a respectable person to be with for the rest of his days if he is in the league for a certain amount of time or even in the super or even in 
even in MLS, in that particular sense, whether people like it or they don't. The unvarnished reality is, is that unless your son is in a sport that is willing to get him into the higher brackets of the National Football League or even USFL, all the rest of it, or even if it's soccer with MLS, US national team, basketball with the NBA, G League, all the rest of it. It may even be tennis. It doesn't matter how woke everything else around it becomes, that athlete is is insulated ultimately from everything that has happened in politics. If you are someone that is trying to come into this country and you don't have any type of, the only way you are ever going to be successful in America because I don't even believe education can do it anymore so much. They can try, they can do the education, but you have to understand that education is towards left-wing things that ultimately destroy others around you. Others around you and ultimately themselves through hubris. The only way that somebody today needs to get a scholarship to go and play ball for these particular schools. Because I do not see any other way. And uh, as things have there, as the truckers are being uh, uh, are being uh, rounded up, all the rest of it, I do not see any future for any sort of men doing all these particular things outside of, oh, you have to either be a simp or become the best type of athlete you can be, even though if you're not good at that particular type of sport. And it's sad. And I will talk more about that in the future. Maybe some of it, maybe a lot more of it next week. And when I, we're, we're talking about Odell Beckham as an example. But it's a sad reality. Whether you like it or not, it's a sad reality. But Edgar Piggy has said it best. None of the things concerning with science so far as it comes to where even, even hand washing, the dude that figured out that hand washing cleans up the germs. He was sent to prison, sent to a crazy house and spent the rest of his life in a crazy house. William Reich was one of the, one of the rare white dudes who was Jailed by the U.S. government. And were prosecuted by the U.S. government in 1954. That guy. Him. Ikepiki said in his article, nothing changes unless all of those people die of natural causes. 
they retire and they die ultimately of natural causes. Nothing changes. And then different things are seen for what they are, or some of it are not seen as what they are. And then certain paradigms have to will change. But a lot of the times certain paradigms stay the same because either they're proven or they have to be kept in order to keep the power structure that is alive. And even some of the liberals are saying the jocks were not bad people. After decades upon decades saying nerds are cool and all the rest of it. Now they can't stand the nerds, but they're nerds themselves, which means they're just window shoppers of life. You can be a window shopper at life, but that doesn't mean you have an opinion that is worth anything. Something to think about, and we'll talk about that more next week. Thank you for listening to this edition of Beyond This Earth. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic, now on Stitcher, and wherever you get your radio shows. We will soon be on Clubhouse, on Spotify Green Room, and on Stereo with the interviews. Until next week, we will see you guys later. On Beyond! This Earth! Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production. 